Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Bobby's Bites. So this week's Parsha is Parsha Shmos, where we begin a new chapter, a new book. And, you know, ironically, it also happens, right? We began a new calendar year. So, as I say, new, new, new year, new me. And really, it has some semblance with what we're going to talk about. Additionally, right, today is Chavdalat Teves. Chavdalat Teves is the Yortzite of the, of the Alter Rebbe. So we know, we've spoken about many times throughout the episodes, the Rebbe talks about that there's a connection between the Parsha um, and the event that happens. There's a, there's, there's, things are not just by happenstance. Everything happens by divine providence with a reason. The annual time of, a, the, the time when something happens is significant. And the Parsha associated is also significant. As the, as the author said, you have to live with the times. What does that mean? You have to live with the Parsha of the week. So the Tzavok said that the, that the Altar Rebbe's Yorzai, Chavdal Atavis, is associated with the Parsha of Shmos. So Why? What's the relationship between the two? Well, the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe, at the time of his passing, was in exile. He was fleeing from Napoleon, from the French, right? He was, he was similarly surrounded, taken away from his, from his chassidim, right? His home was burned down. It was not a, not a good time. He was, he, was in, he was in exile. And so we can say that this is this that this is the relationship between the the parsha and the Alter Rebbe. Why? Because Shmos begins. Shmos is the beginning of the exile. It's the beginning of the darkness when the Jews are getting enslaved, right? A new Pharaoh arose that did not know Joseph, right? And then they wanted to act cleverly with them, and so on. So this is this is where the, the darkness happens. But one second. When 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 a tzaddik passes away, there's a revelation of their being, right? A kind of crescendo, a last. When someone is painting a picture, the last brushstroke that finishes off the entire painting, and now you reveal, you see everything that the life was what it was about. So yes, it's true, it's about exile, but at the same time, you have you have you have a finishing, a revelation of the teachings of the Torah, of the mitzvahs, right? It, go, it transcends, right? And, and now the, 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 the tzaddik is without limitations, right? They can affect the world on a, greater, on a greater and deeper level. And we see that actually from the, from the altar, but then there was greater and greater level, revelation of Hasidus to the time now where we have Chabad all over the world. So really it was the beginning. So, but Shmos is the darkest time. It's the darkest time. It is the the beginning of when the Jews were enslaved. Already, the next part is Vayera and Bo is already the Jews getting out of Egypt. When when Vayera they will and and they will see Hashem is revealed. Hashem reveal Hashem reveals Himself right to to Moshe. I am Hashem, I am Hashem your God, and I will take you out of Egypt. Da, da, da. All this all this stuff. There's revelation, but Shmos. This is this is the darkness. But then we also have a deeper question: what, what, What's it to do with the names? So, sim- seemingly, right? We should. It should be the name of the parsha should be exile, darkness, embitterment. Here we have names, right? Because we we know that the name of the parsha has the entirety of the parsha of the context of the idea of the concepts to be discussed, the theme within it. But Shmos, that's just names. Shemos, names. Shame is a name, right? And it talks about it at the beginning, right? The names of all of all the tribes. 
And so the thing is like this. The names, first of all, that Pharaoh waited until all the this people who descended, all the descendants from Jacob, who, who, knew, who knew Yaakov, who came down with Yaakov, passed away to initiate his plan, his plan of darkness, his plan of embitterment. So these names, this enumeration of names is forestalling the, ex- the, the, the dark and bitter gullus exile that was, ha- that was happening. Another thing, each of these names has a potential, has a great and powerful potential. And third, it is through these names, it is through these names that the Jews were taken out of Egypt. We know that that's one of the things that that happened. They didn't change their names. So what does this mean? How does this relate to the the Alter Rebbe in exile and, and the Parsha? Is, the, is, is exactly like this. So when the Alter Rebbe was in, was in exile, he reached the highest place. right? He passed away and as a result, reached the crescendo, the crystallized and, met, and actualized his very being. And in the same way, the names are the things that forestall exile and ultimately will take one out of exile. Why? Because when we live in a time where everything is given to us, I should actually just for a second, this is really what Al- the Alter Rebbe was fighting for. We know that there was that there was a difference of opinions. Who should who should conquer who should conquer Russia? Should it be should the should the Tsar win the war or should Napoleon? Right, and there was a, a debate between between the Alter Rebbe and somebody else. And the altar, the, they said whoever is going to blow shofar first on Rosh Hashanah, that's the person that person's opinion is going to take over and so that party shall win so the, the not the, the the person that isn't alter i don't know who it is and he woke up in early in the morning davin 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 and then and then blue shofar was about to blow shofar sorry and he felt nope the altar beat him to it what happened the altar woke up in the morning and blew the shofar but why did the Alter Rebbe want, want Napoleon to lose? Seemingly, Napoleon was bringing enlightenment. Was seemingly, Napoleon was bringing freedom. Seemingly, Napoleon was bringing the Western world. Ah, but that's exactly what, what, what the Alter Rebbe was saying was bad. That that was worse than the exile. Worse than, 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 than the, the repression that the Tsarist government would have. Why? Because it is this freedom that would ultimately make the Jews assimilate. That would ultimately make the Jews lose their faith. That would that would be bad for Yiddishkeit. And we see this to be true. That who look who's hold who who held strong when the fall of the Soviet Union came. The Russian Jews came out strong. Chabad was built in ten seconds. Here we have in America and in Canada assimilation rates like no nothing else because of the amount of freedom of the amount of of possibility and the freedom of thought and you see what kind of chaos also this type of freedom of thought brings right so but what does that freedom of thought do what does this level of freedom bring right it brings a lack of a lack of a lack of discipline and a lack of a lack of demanding of oneself what do i mean by that that when one is in exile when one is in exile in, in one in, in one place of his or her life, there is something that is asked of you. When we reach a place in our life that is challenging, when we reach in a place in our life that is boring, 
right? Because boredom is a level of this. When you find something boring, you've now explored and understood everything that there is to know. So now you're bored of the given situation. When something is hard, when you're, play, when you're learning a new instrument, when you're learning a new talent, and now all of a sudden you, you've known it, right? But now something is hard. You've reached a level where you've gotten, you've gotten, you've know, you already know everything else, but now to get to the next level, that's hard. That's hard. And this level of struggle, this level of difficulty, this level of, uh, 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 of, of discomfort brings about from us something that is great, something that is the most powerful thing that is the essence of ourselves. The essence of ourselves is Yechidah Shem Nefesh, the thing that is attached to Hashem. And when something is, re- when, when, the whole, when, when godliness is revealed, right? When Vayera, godliness is reveal, re- revealed. When we have everything given to us. When we're, you know, coasting and we don't have to struggle and our mortgage is paid and this and, and that, you know, and Uber Eats and whatever it is, right? <laughs> um, it's very easy to just live. And you forget about your essence. You forget about who you are. Because, the, because nothing is pressed upon you. Nothing is, impre- nothing is, nothing is, is, is necessary. Well, things are necessary, right? But there's no imperative. There's no drive. There's no motivation to, to go further and further, to dig deeper and deeper, right? The, the oil from the olive comes from when it's crushed, Right? When a person finds himself in a place of darkness, in a place of exile, this is where that Yechidah Nefesh, that essence comes out. And that level, that essence, that is, that is something that is, that is part of a name, that's in a name. This is, this, and this is where we come by, by, by Shmos, names. That the exile was forestalled because of the names and it would be taken out out of the names so when we get into a dark place that's the beginning of us getting out of that place why because we have it within us hashem has given us the power and the names that we hold and the jewish names that we hold they're not just random your parents didn't give you a name that was just sounded nice i know like when i was naming my son it was a hard it was hard you know like i was like who are you tell me who you are i want to know Right, and and you give them this name, and it just comes out of nowhere or, or somewhere, right? But but it's something about them that tells you this is this is who they are, and slowly as they develop you and uncover, you see them manifest. You see that name come out of the essence of who they are, right? A name is something that 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 you that people call you, right? It really has nothing to do for you. But you carry that name and you build up that name and that name is, is in that name is something that you can either bring up or bring down based on the things that you do in life. And so now we can see this connection that the Alter Rebbe was in exile and the Alter Rebbe's, the Alter Rebbe's goal, right? Was Shnei, the Alter Rebbe's name was Shnei Or. Two lights. That the Alter Rebbe's mission was to bring out, out of people, two lights. What are the two lights? The inner dimension, this level of Yechid Shiva Nefesh. To bring it out to the forefront. And, and to what? To then allow that, that to be revealed. So the two aspects of Torah, the two lights of Torah, the revealed aspect of the Torah and the inner aspect of Torah. Right? To allow us, to, 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 to bring from us and demand from us 
that we should not let our name go to waste. But our name was given to us with purpose. That this name is going to take us out of exile. This name is the thing that's going, that's going to bring down this essence that Hashem endowed all of us with. Each and every single one of us according to what we can do and what our potential is to bring us out of this gulf, to, to, that we have what to do in this world. And when we have everything allotted to us, when we have no struggle, when everything, is, when everything comes easy, we don't press ourselves. We don't crush the olive and the oil doesn't come out. The essence of who we are, that potential, that, that necessity for living, that thirst for living. Right? You don't realize that you're living. Somebody once said to me, it's, I think it's a famous quote in Lubavitch, right? Are you living because you're living or are you living because you didn't get hit by a bus yet? You know, it's morbid, but it's true, right? Are you, are you really pushing yourself to live or are you just living because that's, that's what it is, right? You, you're sustained and today that, this is the status quo of life, that people are just living. They're just living, just trying to get by. But the point is not to just live. And this is the beauty that exile, it's weird to say, but this is the beauty of exile and struggle has on us. And this is why it was a gift that when the altar of a went, 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 was given this, that he passed away in exile so that the ultimate nature of himself, the Yechidah and Nefesh, the essence of the altar Rebbe would come out. And the same thing with each and every single one of us. That when we find ourselves in a dark place, when we find ourselves in a difficult state, it's not a difficult state for no reason. Is that it, it's Hashem gives us, doesn't give us something that we can't handle. And the point of this is that it's a blessing. It's a blessing that allows us to bring out the beauty and the essential part of each and every single one of us that is necessary. And that is our name. That's our namesake. That's Shmos. That at the, well, as soon as you get into the, to exile, that's the beginning of the end of exile. Why? Because it brings out this light. The light of who you are. Just the last thing. I remember I was watching the show and there was a character who did who did an embarrassing thing to himself and people were making fun of him. And somebody says to the, the, the their boss says to them, he said, Hey, cut that out. And they said, Well, we're just joking. He said, Oh yeah, that's just a man's name. Meaning, there's what your name is is much more than just you know, a joke or, or something that somebody calls you by. But it's a name that you carry, like, like a trophy that represents who you are. It repres it's the manifestation, it's the revealed manifestation of your very essence. So may we build up our names. May, may, we, may we merit and be worthy of our names. Because they, they speak to each and every single one of us. And it's important, I think, maybe to meditate and to think about what that means. I mean, for me, I'm just thinking out loud. But l'chaim, l'chaim, everybody, that we should meet our struggle. We should meet our discomfort with joy and with gladness and with happiness. Why? Because it'll allow us to reveal the essential part of who we are, the part that we might overlook because we have everything else, Right? The thing is, today, people don't get bored anymore. We have iPads, we have Instagram, we have YouTube, we have all sorts of narrative to take our attention of what really matters. But if you sit here for a second and you really get, get bored, you'll start to see what's important. You know, I have this to do, I have that to do. And that level that of, of, that of anxiety that builds, it might feel uncomfortable. It might feel annoying. 
it might feel uh, scary. But that thing is what propels you to go forward and to reach the level that you are meant to reach. I just want to read one part of the Hayom Yom that really takes us home. And then, Shabbos. So it says, sighing alone will not bring us salvation. Sighing is only a doorknob that unlocks the heart and opens the eyes so that one will not sit idly with folded arms. Instead, one should plan one's effort and take action, every individual according to his abilities, toward the goal of buttressing and disseminating the study of Torah and the observance of its mitzvahs, one person through writing, another through public speaking, and another with his financial resources. I think that says it all. Shabbat shalom l'chaim.